Welcome to the More Tea Vicar podcast from BNA Church in Bristol with Wayne Massey and James Stevenson, where we are passionate about helping you to follow Jesus. And if you're not a follower of Jesus, to help us as we think about theology, culture and life. Today, we are recording on the 23rd of December. This is going to go out on the 31st of December at which point Wayne and I will most likely still be in our pyjamas from the previous night, smoking cigars if we were cigar smokers. I don't think we're not cigar smokers, are we? Uh, no. I did, I have, um, I was once taken fly fishing. I was taught to fly fish uh, in, a, in a stocked lake so that it would be easy for me. And uh, I watched the person I was fly fish, pulling loads of fish. And But they promised me that I could have a cigar after I actually f- fly force a fish. I don't know if that's the technical term. And eventually I did, and I did have, yeah. So I've been, I had the odds to go. It's New Year's Eve for you. It's not New Year's Eve for us as we record this, but we're thinking about what it's like um, to be at the end of a year like 2020 and, and listening to the world as it packs down this year and prepares for the next one. So, Wayne, put yourself on the 31st of December alongside those listening. How are you engaging with what everyone else is saying about what's happened in 2020? So I was thinking about this. I was thinking that for some people, 2020 will have been a a, a truly awful year. People um, will have lost loved ones. Um, People will have lost jobs. but actually, the danger is that, uh, that for a lot of us, it'll just been a, a hard year and that we'll convince ourselves that it's been a truly awful year. And actually, I'm, I'm sat here. I know it's not, I'm going to pretend it's the 31st, but I'm sat here going, thinking about, you know, the height of summer and the, the, the patch of grass worn, that was worn down between where I kicked the ball and where the goal was for all of the first lockdown where James and I just, not you, my James, played football or... Um, takeout Tuesday, which we did during lockdown, where we would all, you know, as a household, go where are we going for takeout this Tuesday as a way of keeping the um, the local kind of takeout places going. Or, or all of our summer plans were completely kiboshed. But actually, in that first kind of, you know, the easing in August where you could go and see people, we had two long weekends, socially distanced, but with two sets of people, I don't think we'd have spent that much. We wouldn't have seen in the same way, which were wonderful. And so, actually, the mm-hmm. sense of as this year comes to an end. But actually a really good thing to do for the vast majority of us for whom the year has just been hard is to stop and take stock of all the things we've got to be thankful for. I don't know if that was what I was supposed to say. No, that's good. So, But then when, when we think about the fact that other people have suffered and um, uh, we have perhaps suffered more than usual, uh, as well as being thankful, how, how do we deal with that suffering? This comes back to this, yeah, and I know that's where I was supposed to go the last time, sorry, but I was just thinking out loud and I was thinking about actually the bits of 2020 that have been good. This is where your understanding of the world and how your place in the world comes about or is um, will set you off. So so the world that we that we live in is a world in which I am the centre of the world and my happiness and my joy and my fulfilment um, and my, you know, you, you see it at the end of... Um, 
uh, strictly. Just believe in yourself and you can be whatever you want to be as the celebrity who's one who who may never have danced before, but happens to be utterly brilliantly musical and have rhythm, <laughs> has yeah. managed to do very well. Whereas the celebrity who's never danced before, who's like me and has no rhythm, voted out in week two. You know, we can't all believe in ourselves, become the str- but that's what we tell ourselves. And we live in it. And so if you live in, 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 in a world, which the Western world is, which is um, focused on self, um and on on who you choose to be so outside the amnesty bookshop is um a big sign at the moment that says i am who i say i am so i was thinking about walking into the amnesty bookshop and say i am the owner of amnesty international and i declare that i can take any book i want from free from this shop and they're like, oh, don't be stupid way no well the sign outside says i am who i say i am yeah but that's the world we live in um, and if you live in that world when it when you don't get what you want or when you come up against your own limitations or when you suffer because of circumstances beyond your own control which is what this year has all been about you don't really have a framework for handling it whereas if you have a christian worldview which is actually the world you know as paul says in romans 8 creation itself is groaning if you if you understand the world as finite and fallen and broken and awaiting its savior's return and its final redemption and that suffering is part of that, uh, you have a different way of seeing things. <clears throat> um, the early church, starting with the, uh, the writings of the Bible, but then in the writings of the early church, they, they talked more about how they were sharing the sufferings that Jesus went through to rescue us than how we talk about in our world about, oh, Jesus feels my pain, or Jesus you know, take, shares my suffering. Actually, they had a bigger worldview. We have been drawn into christ we've been drawn into sharing in his sufferings for the coming glory and 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 that's the kind of you know how do i understand my place in the world <clears throat> if i'm the center of the world 2020 has been truly awful and 2021 could be really bad as well if jesus is the center of the world 2020 has been a year in which he has been at work and i place myself in the life of that i don't know if i made any sense then. No, that's great so so i think if you're listening to this and you're looking back on 2020 alongside everyone else looking back on 2020 you can listen to what wayne's just said and what other people have said and written and you can construct in your own um thinking a, a different narrative to the public narrative about what 2020 has been like now wayne i want to push you just a little bit further um I, i've I've got a friend whose son-in-law has been involved in an American reality television program called Naked and Afraid. And um, it basically involves him being dropped in the jungle for a period of time and having to survive. And he is becoming the star of this program through multiple series. And he's just come back from 30 Days in the Amazon for a, a series that's going to be released in 2021. And he was asked why he was good at it. And he said that um, it's because he has learned to embrace suffering. Now, it strikes me that there are different ways in which we can embrace suffering. We can either embrace it because we know it's happening and we've got to do it. And therefore, we train ourselves for it or we can embrace it um, because we know that God is good and we know that he will help us through it. As a Christian, how can I tell which of those two approaches I'm adopting in my daily life? Well, he's paused. That's a bit where I now answer that question. I, th- I think Romans 8 is, uh, is the key, um, is uh, if I can live my daily life without prayer, and without uh, 
calling down the spirit of God to enable me to get through or to do more than get through, but to thrive in it. Well, then I'm, then I'm, then I'm doing the, the former. I'm doing it because I basically got my head down and I'm getting through it. So if your life can be lived pretty much the same, uh, a friend of yours and mine, James talks about some Christians are, are like functional atheists. We believe, but actually in terms of our functionality, we're atheists. If I can, if I can live my life, if I can get my head down and I can get through the tough stuff in my life, I can get through the hard days at work. I can get through the sufferings just one foot at a time. And actually prayer is something I kind of, Oh, I didn't pray today. Or, you know, it's, it's not, that I don't love Jesus. I, you know, but, um, well then I think I'm doing the former. If, if I am going, I need you, God, and I long for you, God, and, and, and I am experiencing you, however that works for you, well then I'm probably doing the latter. And that's how Paul, Paul, interestingly enough, his, he, he talks about how we've been free from the law. So in Romans, and then in eighth, he talks about life through the spirit, which I will be like, oh, isn't it amazing? Boom, boom, life through the spirit. And then from there he goes, he takes the life through the spirit straight into um, uh, if we're children, we're heirs, heirs and co-heirs with Christ. And then what does it mean to be a co-heir of Christ? We share in his sufferings and we may also share in his glory. So actually embracing the life of the spirit is to embrace a life that steps into the sufferings of Christ to share the glory of Christ. And then it's from that that Paul goes into present suffering and future glory. So actually my way into living in this fallen world is walking with Jesus and being full of the spirit. That would be my excellent quick answer to the question you didn't tell me you were going to ask me. <laughs> and then, and then if you have been uh, tracking with BNA kids church in Advent, uh, that same chapter has the more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And that's the whole, that's the key thing. I think that actually is, um, uh, it, um, it's, it's like a light bulb moment when you get this in the Christian faith is, is that we often think that we, God will give us enough of him to get us through something while we wait for eternity. Whereas actually what the Bible says is he will give us more than enough of him for everybody else around us, for us to thrive through something. Now that doesn't mean uh, I'm not going to suffer. And this is the difference between happiness, as somebody said, happiness and joy. It doesn't mean I'm not going to suffer in this life. It doesn't mean things are going to be hard. But actually that, that, that life in the spirit means there's an opportunity for me and for the kingdom to thrive through whatever I go through. That's a massive mindset shift. Most Christians, so interesting enough, like I remember being in a, visiting a church where they talked about the best people to use on the mission field are, you know, the people who've just been widowed, the people who've just had a terrible diagnosis, the people who've just lost their job because actually God's at work in that situation and wants to draw people to them. Whereas most of us go, oh, you've just been widowed. You, you need to step back from doing stuff and, you know, um, and wallow in self-pity for a bit, you know, or, and, and that... And that, that's kind of I, not lots of people. I, I've been guilty that times actually. Whereas actually, this this church was saying, no, 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 no. God's God's on the forefront in your life, and He wants you to thrive through this, and He wants you to extend the kingdom through this. Um, and then they told the most amazing story about somebody who was dying of cancer, who 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 the Lord had said there needs to be a sponsored walk up a mountain to raise money for a click sergeant, and they were like, well, I can't do that. And they the Lord said, well, you can sit at the bottom of the mountain and you can tell everybody about Jesus while your friends are climbing the mountain. And that's what this person who'd since died did. And people were going up and go, what are you doing here? Oh, my friends are climbing the mountain. Why? They're raising money for a click sergeant because I'm dying of cancer. Let me tell you about Jesus. Um, but that's because they'd got that mindset that in my sufferings, Jesus wants me to thrive. Wayne, thank you. I, want to oh, sorry. I just made the noise. <laughs> That's relief at having answered um, uh, a question on on the hoof. Um, I just want to commend that uh, listening to this podcast again. I think it's just so important 
um, to grasp the difference between those two approaches to suffering. And it's really important not to be doing it in our own strength. It's important to be doing it in God's strength. If you haven't listened to Nicky Gumbel's interview with Tim Keller on the leadership conversations, we would both highly recommend that. And he elaborates that point in greater detail from his own life and experiences of cancer for himself and his wife's um, long term illness. So hopefully this has um, helped you to think about um, Jesus and what it means to follow him and and what if you're not a Christian what life is like and how you can see the world differently and live in the world differently thanks for listening